0: Welcome to the best movie podcast period. This is a brand new podcast from BAM. I am Paul. I'm joined here today by Anthony Cruz. You're going to hear a discussion Cruz and I had about one of our favorite movies, The Big Lebowski, and I'm not going to waste any more time. Hope you guys enjoy it. We have some controversial opinions. We go deep dive into one of the greatest comedies ever, and we really think you'll enjoy it. So... Check it out. And just a disclaimer that the sound might be a little off because we were actually in an open air area uh, having some uh, couple drinks while we were discussing the movie. Uh, so that will explain some of the uh, walking around and weird sounds you might hear. And then also due to the nature of the Lebowski, uh, you probably don't want to listen to this podcast with your kids. We've bleeped uh, most of cussing, but uh, there's also some just adult things. So anyways, enjoy the podcast. We got the White Russians going, this is, this is going to be awesome. Alright, so without further ado, let's get started. The Big Lebowski, it's been 21 years since maybe my favorite movie ever came out. Yes, um, you know what's funny about this movie
1: is um, one of Paul's friends had told him about it <laughs> and uh, we'd never seen it before. <laughs> And I just remember the first time that we watched the movie, we both were kind of like, what the hell? (laughs) What did we just watch? What did we just watch? I mean, it was hilarious, (laughs) but we were kind of were, I think, taking in the comedy and had to rewatch it. And I think for me, it was funnier the second time.
0: Oh, dude, totally. It took like crazy absorption time to (laughs) really figure out what, what, what just happened. Yeah. I remember uh, an old friend of mine, his name's Mike Nestle. Shout out to Mike if you're out there somewhere still. Wherever you are. Wherever you are, buddy. Uh, he just told me about this movie He's always laughing about. It and he just said it was like uh, this movie. And all I remember him talking about was like the the guy who peed on his rug. And I was like, <laughs> this just sounds funny. I got to check it out. Yeah, so. I remember I
1: think we went to <laughs> Blockbuster. For those of you who remember what Blockbuster even is. <laughs> and uh, – I think they dusted a, a copy off for us. <laughs> and I think it was a VHS, too. It had um, to have
0: been. I didn't have a DVD yet.
1: Yeah, so it was VHS. And uh, it's just crazy that we went to Blockbuster to pick up this movie that nobody had really seen and just heard from uh, one of Paul's friends and watched it and just kind of fell in love with it ever <laughs> since we, we we rented it for two days.
0: I remember you. Uh, we watched it and we just kind of looked at each other like, I don't know what it was, but I, I think I liked it. Yeah. And then, and then the next day, like, I came home and you were watching it again. And I just sat down with you and, and, and started checking it out. And that's when it, it clicked, man. This I don't know. We'll, we'll get into ranking it later. But this is definitely in the high end of my favorite movies ever. Definitely. It, it turned into the movie that, for years, I would just put on before I went to bed and sleep listening to.
1: Yeah, I think after uh, it came out on DVD, I bought it. And I constantly would drink white Russians <laughs> in my barn apartment. Do you have and, a robe uh, on? With the- I, I didn't have a robe. With
0: your nuts out?
1: Uh, no, I wasn't that cool. Uh, <laughs> I was probably wearing something like basketball shorts and uh, probably a shirt that I've owned for six years. Because my parents never really bought me any- anything. <laughs> that sounds um, about right. But yeah, it was awesome because I used to just drink White Russian. That was my drink of choice, and it was all because of the Big
0: Ol Heck yeah, man! This like, and drinking these right now—it's been a few years. This is delicious. It actually is really good, and just... I kind of feel like I'm in
1: the dude's car because we're <laughs> we're kind of outside at the moment. <laughs> So it's just getting the full effect of like the movie. Yeah. Like I feel like I'm in his car with no AC right yeah. now, and I'm drinking a White Russian. and yeah, it's, it's great.
0: It's, I'm a little sweaty right now. Not gonna lie. We had to turn off the ACs in order to uh, <laughs> in order to get the good, better sound out here. But hey, it is what it is. You know, we, we make sacrifices for this awesome movie. Um, yeah. So so for Big Lebowski, 1998, um, Coen Brothers, they had just come off of Fargo. Which uh, just uh, uh, basically wowed the world, won them all the awards. Uh, Cone Brothers had always been awesome. They did Miller's Crossing before that, Hudsucker Proxy, mm. a bunch of famous movies. But this yeah. was like, um, nobody saw this coming from them. Nobody knew that something this funny could come from them. And uh, I just, I remember being surprised. I wasn't even into the Cone Brothers much yet, except for I'd seen uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Which was right. just kind of weird, but everybody loved it when it came out. And, and it's weird thinking now that at a time, like, that was actually considered a bigger movie.
1: Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I do. Um, I actually remember, this is kind of going off topic a little bit, was sneaking into the movie theater in our <laughs> hometown and going to see Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, and then getting caught because we snuck in some drinks. And uh, <laughs> so it was a bad experience. So I'm not really a big fan of that movie <laughs> just because it brings back bad memories. But, That's uh, awesome. <laughs> no, it is funny that... Uh, the coen brothers made this movie and um it's just funny how some of the actors reactions were to um being cast like i remember sam elliott um they asked him to be in the movie and i remember he just has like these really small roles i think the opening credits he talks about uh just some random stuff and you know you know it's sam elliott from his voice you know oh yeah uh, and then he has another scene where he's uh, at the bar talking to the dude and uh, I just remember him talking to the Cohen brothers, and he was like, guys, you know, I love the script, and I love what you guys are doing, but what the hell am I doing here? <laughs> and I was kind of thinking the same thing when I'm watching it. Like, what the hell is going on right now? He's like, is that Sam Elliott? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's honestly, now it's probably my favorite narration of all time. Just, yeah. like, his voice coming in and just being like, the dude was, <laughs> or the hell, it's full of lazy people. The dude certainly was that. I, I just his voice comes in. It's so melodic and like that opening city about the, the city of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and he tells that story about like the, the women's panties, and you're just like, what the hell? Why the yeah. why the dust devil is like the uh, the sagebrush is rolling
1: along? Yeah, it's, Oh my god. He just starts kind of rambling on, and it's just funny. I mean, <laughs> it's one of those movies I think is just kind of funny from beginning to end.
0: Yeah. Oh, um, easy
1: and just so quotable I mean mm-hmm. some movie I mean like Dumb and Dumber comes to mind where it's just like non-stop yeah. know, quotable things Totally. From the movie and I mean it's just it's one of those movies that I can always sit down and watch
0: oh yeah and even Dumb and Dumber it's like different though cause it's like and I love Dumb and Dumber but yeah. that movie's like trying to be funny. Right. And what's right. so funny about The Big Lebowski is even though it's obviously a comedy, it never feels like they're trying to be funny. They just are.
1: Right. Yeah. I think that is like one of the big things is like I almost didn't want to laugh the first
0: time I think because I was <laughs> going to miss something. That's how I felt. That's exactly. That is the perfect thing because there's so much going on. There's so much dialogue. Yeah. The plot makes absolutely no freaking sense at all. Yeah. And it's just complete nonsense.
1: I think one of the main things that has going for it too is because it's not trying to be a comedy, I guess. Yeah. What it's trying to do is uh, tell a story mm-hmm. and uh, the the awkward silences or the interactions between people like um, Walter and Donnie's. Yes. Uh, oh,
0: yeah.
1: Friendship or lack thereof. I don't know what
0: you That's want to call That's Theodore that. Donald Carabazzo to <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> Shut the f up, Donnie. <laughs> Donnie's my favorite. He's like this is whole he he seems to be like he's in a different movie. Like he right. just doesn't understand what's going on. He just happens to be there. And the way Steve Buscemi plays him is just like the most innocent guy ever. Right. It is absolutely just beyond genius. Yeah, and I
1: I know hopefully we're not spoiling anything for anyone cuz yeah, that, like Paul was saying. Spoiling. I mean,
0: it's, it's been 21 it's-
1: Years, so dude. If, you, like, if you, you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously, like go watch it. But uh, I'm, I don't worry about spoiling it. I mean, so so let's just real quick we'll talk about what like what little plot there is to this movie. Yeah, it, it's basically like I mean, uh, go or not Goldblum. Jeff Bridges is pretty much the laziest man alive. Or you. Or he's in the running for it, is what it says. You're Mr. Lebowski. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me, you know? Uh,
1: That or uh, his dudeness or uh, duder or, uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. Uh, His character. The dude. um, The dude. Or uh, (laughs) the big Lebowski, I
0: guess. (laughs) Um, Or Jeffrey Lebowski. Do they, yeah, uh, do they actually ever say... It is Jeffrey Lebowski, right? right? Cause yeah,
1: that's how I, the kind of the whole uh, conflict comes about. Is that's
0: right. You're right.
1: The millionaire.
0: The conflict.
1: Jeffrey Lebowski. Now is he guy.
0: also Jeffrey Lebowski? I don't remember that part. I just remember they were Lebowski.
1: Yeah, so he's also a, a Jeffrey. That's Lebowski. where the mix-up happens, right? Right. right. Okay.
0: So Man, that, I can't believe I don't remember that I've probably seen this movie 55, 75 times I mean,
1: every time I think about it I just start thinking about <laughs> in and out oh, uh, yeah. Burger I think about uh, <laughs> Over the Line Oh, just yeah <laughs> The most random things pop up Jesus In my head Jesus <laughs> um, I was going to wait to talk about that But um,
0: Oh, well, let's save it Let's save it That's okay. probably a Best Scene nominee We'll get there Okay Um. So the dude, he, he, you first see him in a shopping mart buying his half and half for his white Russians yeah, and writing a check for 69 cents. Which is hilarious because the,
1: <laughs> God, dude, the cashier, her face, yeah. as she's chewing the gum, staring at him <laughs> sideways awkwardly as he's writing a check for 69 cents to buy half and half, yeah, has to be one of my most favorite scenes. I mean, there's so many, it's just but it's just so funny. And it, that's the kind of subtle thing where, you know we see it too i think that's it's so relatable like i've been into the store and i've seen people buy you know like toilet paper or something stupid and write a check for it and it's like they're holding up the line Mm Mm-hmm. they're pissing everyone off but they're just in their own they don't care you know
0: and from that point and he's wearing a robe yeah he's he's, wearing pj pants
1: and it's got to be
0: like midnight (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's definitely a late night trip and then like uh and, and then it introduces something that I, I only really noticed probably my 10th time watching it. And it's that the dude, Lebowski, uh, he just consistently hears something, and, and he thinks it's smart, yes. so he says it later. I'm glad you brought that up. Because in that, that very first me. scene, George Bush the first is on TV, and he yeah. says, This aggression against Kuwait will not stand, <laughs> right. yeah, which that becomes a thing in the movie where he just keeps repeating those lines. Yeah, he just
1: he'll take a piece of something that he heard and try and reiterate it, and it just falls flat. It
0: just makes him sound stupid. It makes him
1: sound stupider when he's trying to sound smarter, which. To me, it's just hilarious.
0: He's like trying to be a great man when he clearly isn't. Yeah, he, yeah he's
1: just he's, he's too lazy. He hears <laughs> something from someone famous and just tries to regurgitate it. It's, and it's the just, best. I, You know, one of the – I mean, there's so many things that like people I'm talk gonna about. I'm going to get you another drink. Keep talking. Oh, thanks. So there's just so many things that people talk about. And uh, another one of the funny things that uh, I think – I saw was people talking about like on his check, the date is nine 11 and people are trying to say that ties into the Bush conspiracy of nine oh, 11 happening.
0: That's crazy. I never so, knew
1: that. And, and I mean, as many times as we have watched the movie, there's people that have probably watched it
0: 10,000 times. Oh, more dude, than us. Yeah, exactly. As much as I love it, I still had to watch other things. So, so that's the first scene where you meet him. And then the very next scene, he gets home and this is kind of where there's like an actual uh, uh, problem that starts, but it's like right. the the ruffians come in and basically rough yep. him up, looking for his wife, which ironically he never had a wife. He's, he's not married, <laughs> surprisingly.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, showing up at the grocery store in a robe, big winner, <laughs> and writing checks for sixty nine cents. I mean, I mean, maybe there's people married to those kind of guys. <laughs> I mean, hell, I could be one of them in 10 years. I don't know. I'm not married yet, so <laughs> you never know, but it's, and it's a first look into, uh, to his, like, where he lives, which is kind of interesting, so he has, like, a, a bar, like, when the the people come in, you know, and it's just yeah. a simple bar, and that's, like, probably the centerpiece of his whole house, you know? His it's, whole, it's oh, alcohol. it is. It's
0: definitely the pride <laughs> of his house. He's always got that on, and, uh, and his, his rug, of course, which which the one of the guys woo, right. comes in and pisses on, telling him like his wife owes him money, right? And and just they're so mad at him and like uh, they dunk his head in the toilet, they rough him up, and he, in typical like dude fashion, he's just more like he's not even mad, he's just kind of annoyed.
1: Yeah, it's almost there. like he's <laughs> just like he's off put by like what just happened. You know, it's yeah. like it's almost like he expects he lives in a. Shit part of la it's so
0: it, i always is it section eight housing i you know i don't know because he doesn't get a paycheck no i mean
1: he gets paid by the government i think that's right? another question is people wonder like what how is he making his
0: money because yeah, he doesn't work yeah so he doesn't work so he's got to be living off welfare which is weird because you can't typically live off welfare unless you're disabled but he's not disabled
2: so but, that's one yeah. of the
0: big questions like how does he live how does he, maybe the bowling tournaments, maybe they earn, <laughs> I don't know, like a hundred bucks. Yeah, so maybe <laughs> that's the thing. It's like, he obviously isn't paying full price for an apartment in LA though. Right. There's something there that, uh, yeah, w- they'd never really say. No. But so the the main idea is like, so now he's in this predicament and all he wants to do is replace his carpet or his rug.
1: Right, and which there's no history as to why yeah. that's so important. I guess it's just because it's...
0: Maybe because he just doesn't have much. He can't yeah. afford much. Maybe. But the, but so we quickly meet his friends, who uh, Walter Sobchek. Played by John Goodman. Yeah, John Goodman and Steve Buscemi's Donnie character. Yeah. And we meet them in, in their bowling. And basically, this is what their whole life
1: revolves, revolves around.
2: around. This isn't a guy
1: who built the railroads here. This is a guy. What the
2: fuck are you Walter, Talk. he peed on my rug. He peed on the dude's rug. Donnie, you're out of your element, dude. The Chinaman is not the issue here. So who, who? Jeff Lebowski. The other Jeffrey Lebowski. The millionaire. That's fucking interesting, man. That's fucking interesting.
1: The dude, the big, Jeff Lebowski, he's not married. <laughs> uh, Walter's, um, divorced. Divorced, yeah. And Donnie, God knows what. I'm, yeah, I how did Donnie know. get mixed
0: up with them? That's one of the great yeah, questions. Because
1: they both seem really annoyed. Maybe they just need a third player to <laughs> I, play with.
0: That's kind of the idea, right? Donnie seems like the kind of guy who just anybody who likes him he'd be attracted to, and he's a good bowler. Right. He's definitely the best bowler out of all of them.
1: Yeah, he's definitely. It's it's almost like one of those situations where I guess you have like you know the fat ugly friend that tags <laughs> along with you and nobody likes. Yeah. And you bring him along because, you know. They're good for some things. They yeah. bring something to the table, I guess. <laughs> but then as soon as they're gone, you just start talking mad shit about them. Yeah. And I guess the only difference is with them, they talk shit in front of Donnie to his
0: face. They just talk it to his face. And, like, and they, and they did, well, especially Walter. Jeffrey, like, the dude never really says anything. He almost doesn't even acknowledge he's even Yeah, around. he's just kind of ambivalent. Yeah. But Walter is always so mean to Donnie, talking down to him. And yet he's, like, he has, like, he's a soul tie to him. Yeah, yeah, he just won't... He could never live without him. Yeah. Especially because he's, he's a good bowler. Yeah,
1: his... Their relationship is really weird.
0: It's it is really weird. weird and so so the dude explains, like, what's going on. And then they realize, like, this rich man has the same name as his. Right. They got so, this
1: mix-up with the name. Yeah,
0: so Walter hatches up the plan that he needs to go back, talk to this guy. And this guy owes him a rug because it's not his wife. Right, right. And... And it's one of the the great lines of the movie is like, they peed on my rug. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know? (laughs) He just, and he's so upset about it. But at the time, it's like, you. It's like I told you,
0: woo. That he would not peed on my rug. Yeah,
1: it's funny when he's telling
0: Walter about this. The Chinaman, he's like, "Uh, uh, Asian American, (laughs) if you please, dude. (laughs) (laughs) They try to be politically (laughs) politically correct. correct, Which is hilarious, is Walter's like the Vietnam vet who's completely not PC at all. He just doesn't. He doesn't get it at all. Which is hilarious. It's a good it makes for a good story. Oh. oh yeah. And then uh and so from here like we won't say everything that happens in the movie, but these parts are kind of important because it's it's the setup. Right. And and then so basically what happens is from this point on the dude enters into this vast conspiracy, uh, and where the, the rich Lebowski has a young wife it was basically slumming all over town making pornos yeah and and owing everybody money and uh and he's just like he he hates it but he's married to her because she's super but hot she's hot she's It before terror Reed got ruined yeah by hollywood yeah exactly you know and and so like they just go on from here and the dude just entered into this weird thing trying to figure out the mystery of what's really going on and right and Why then, and then his wife on my rug yeah, yeah exactly and then his wife, we find out might have be de- might be dead or kidnapped. That's right. what it is, right? right? Right. So we find out. Uh,
1: so after uh, I guess Jeff Bridges' character goes to find out what's going on, he meets the real Jeff Lebowski, the yeah. millionaire, yeah, and finds out that uh, you know he's not paying for his rug because he's <laughs> a stingy old crusty man. <laughs> And he basically tells him to go F off. Because he doesn't have a job. Because he doesn't have he a job. Get a job, sir. Yeah, he, he's basically <laughs> knocking him because he is poor and didn't. he can't make a living. But that's, you know, his situation is similar. I mean, he just got an inheritance. The bums and...
0: will always lose, Lebowski. <laughs> Do you hear me? And this is one of the parts. It's, it's sad now, but... Uh, it's one of the great, like Philip Seymour Hoffman cameos. Yeah, definitely. Just he plays uh, uh, just awesome. He plays uh, the butler, Brant. Brant the bu- butler. The butler to <laughs> Lebowski. Just amazing.
1: And <laughs> it's like he kind of knows Lebowski's situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, his boss, the the rich Lebowski. And he just kind of plays into it. He's like, you know, oh, he, you know, here's him, you know, donating <laughs> to the little Lebowski urban achievers, you know, like he's doing all this great stuff for the <laughs> community. When he's, he's maybe really a, not.
0: He's maybe in the movie like eight minutes, mm-hmm. and he's
1: just phen- phenomenal every scene. One of my favorite lines from him is when uh, Jeff Bridges goes out and he meets Tara Reed's, uh <laughs> Bunny Lebowski, uh, Jeff Lebowski's wife character, and he's uh, talking to her. And she just randomly says, "I'll oh, suck your f- for a thousand dollars," and uh, the dude is looking at her like with a big grin on his yeah. face, you know. And he's like, "Oh, let me just go find a cash machine, you know." <laughs> and uh, Brant. Brant goes, "That's marvelous." That's marvelous. <laughs> We're all very <laughs> as he, fond of her. Yeah, as he drags <laughs> Jeff Lebowski out of the mansion. He's, he's like, like Let's "I'll just get go, out go out by, find a cash machine." Yeah.
0: <laughs> Cash machine. Before they call him ATS. That's so funny. It was well, man, it was hilarious. And yeah. That's kind of the end of
1: his scene. I mean, I think he's in a couple. More
0: he, he's towards things. the end when uh, when they find out she's kidnapped, and he's yeah. playing sad next to uh, uh, the the big Jeff Lebowski, who um, who uh, is played by David Huddleston, the big guy, right? You know, who who was great in. Um, oh man, I can't remember. There was an old show with Burt Lancaster, and he was in it. Evening Shade, okay, and uh, he was great in that too. That's the only th- other thing I've actually, actually can remember seeing him in. Yeah, but he, he's phenomenal as a Big Lebowski. Yeah, and uh, so from this point on, it's just absolute chaos and nonsense. The whole movie.
1: Yeah, so you know, I I don't know if we mentioned this, but like, um, the Big Lebowski's character is based off a real guy, like yeah. the Coen brothers had met. Yeah, that's right. And um, I they just said he's like the laziest person they ever met. And that's kind of how they got the idea for this character. So they kind of, you know, the rest of the story is just, you know, the things the Coen brothers kind of made
0: up. Yeah. Yeah. His name was Jeff Dowd. And I guess he, he helped. He was part of their first movie, blood simple, uh, back in 1984. And he was a member of an anti-war group, the Seattle seven, which they mention in the movie. (laughs) He's like (laughs) part of the Seattle seven, me and, uh, Six other guys. <laughs> oh,
1: that's yeah,
0: that's right. <laughs> and he called himself the dude, apparently, which is which is just awesome. We'll we'll we're gonna get into uh, other crazy outside parts of the movie later, but but that's a that's a great um, thing to say. You know, um, there's just crazy things that happen in this movie that are inspired by all kinds of weird things that you would never guess.
1: Yeah, and I guess his character, I mean, that's, I mean, he's based off a real guy, but that's. That's kind of where the truth behind him stops, and yeah. then like the craziness begins of the Cohen Brothers, where they yeah, uh, after they meet um, the real Lebowski, um, I guess he makes a proposal to him, you know that he yeah, he the,
0: offers him money to figure out. Uh, oh
1: well, actually, uh, he ends up taking a rug after he was yeah, yeah. He
0: tells him he could have any rug in the house, even though Jeff Lebowski, and so he comes back later and the dude thinks he's in trouble but basically he's like my wife's missing right i will offer you money to find her right you right. know and so he's really excited about that obviously because he's dirt poor and it's 50 grand right and walter's yeah, very excited 100
1: grand something like that is i think it? it's 100 grand and the funny thing too is like you know he starts getting all like uh business tech- technical about that he's like <laughs> You know, do you, can I take a check, you know, for oh. tax purposes, you know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you think someone like this would
0: just jump on it. <laughs> but then he just starts thinking, you know, I'm like
1: a real important he's guy. He's talking you know? to Walter
0: and he's, he's like, I checked with my account. It won't, like, make it, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, raise me a tax bracket or anything. Yeah.
1: So the I guess the <laughs> next segue into this is uh, he, he tells Walter, obviously, because he doesn't really have anybody else to and talk Walter's to. Walter's
0: really excited about it. And because- so
1: Walter goes... Full-on, like, he, he starts having flashbacks of Vietnam. Yeah.
0: He ends up going with the dude, which he didn't plan on happening at all. Just It becomes like a staple of the movie now that Walter is now the sidekick. Right. And but although he's, he thinks he's the leader. He's
1: kind of trying to take over. Yeah, he,
0: he really thinks he's in charge. Well, He's really playing the side. And, and their interactions throughout the whole movie are just beautiful because Walter thinks he's the smartest man in the room at all times. Yeah. And the dude doesn't really care, but the dude, does, but but he shows that he really does care when he's always trying to sound smart, right? But he acts like he doesn't care, And right. But he's really annoyed by the fact that Walter really does think he's smart. And, and there's
1: very few times where he kind of like calls him out <laughs> on it. Yeah, I think like so uh, after um they um are told to like take the money to go save uh, Lebowski's wife. Yeah. and he tells um. He tells Walter about it, and Walter just jumps in the car with him, and he's like, you know, uh, we're going to split the money 50-50. It's our money. And, you know, Lebowski's like, our money? Like, what makes you think you get half of this And Walter's already got it planned out in his head. He's like, you know, we're going to give him his – he brought his dirty underwear, I think.
0: Yeah. As a a trade-off. The whites. Yeah, the
1: whites. And uh, Lebowski the whole time is like, the you're an idiot. He's like, what do you? Yeah. This isn't gonna work. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're just driving along, and Walter's like, what do you mean, dude? Of course it's gonna work.
0: Yeah, like why are you worried about? I yeah. got this handled. And so, of course, uh, nothing Walter ever plans works out. He's always is one. It, it kind of, it's like if you it, while we're talking about it, it sounds like a slapstick comedy, but that's kind of what's so genius about how it's filmed. Right. Is it's filmed like these characters very serious. And they're not trying to be slapsticky, and then, and it actually makes me think of another part of this movie. It's that there's like so much cussing in this movie. It is unbelievable. Like probably more f bombs than most ever movies ever. I think it had a record at yeah. one point. Oh, <laughs> Walter and and uh, the dude just just like laying it out the whole movie, but spe- not giving a f- no exactly. <laughs> and uh, so from this point on, we get all this like cascade of amazing characters we get uh the nihilists who are just amazing yeah. and uh one of them is dating bunny lebowski uh we get the nihilists we get the, the jackie treehorn the great porn mogul yeah um there, there's just uh uh flea is in the movie he's yeah. one of the nihilists from, uh, flea, red, hot from chili red hot chili, hot chili, peppers. chili peppers um it, it's just an amazing collection julianne moore yeah plays uh Maud lebowski who is this uh the sister to Jeff Lebowski. Yeah but she's like This weird artist And, and knows her brother Is a fraud mm-hmm. And uh, and so she comes in And she adds to the la- Like to the mystery She adds a totally Different dimension to it Because Yeah She's
1: so weird mm-hmm. And strange <laughs> And um, Her friends are crazy Her friends are just cr- The craziest <laughs> bunch of people I mean <laughs> It's almost like What you think You know You go to California And you go to like A college campus Like yeah. in the 70s Like yeah. that's Probably how a lot of her friends are. You know, mm-hmm. they're just into art, and it doesn't really matter what it is. Yeah, they'll they'll call it art, and uh, they'll be fascinated by it. And that's kind of what she is. And she
0: just has money. Totally. Yeah, and it's just money, and can do whatever she wants. And so she makes weird art while she's basically naked, hanging from the ceiling, and calls it art. It was the craziest like intro scenes ever, where he's there, and she just flies over him completely butt naked just spinning the spraying kind of like doing a jackson pollock kind of painting or something yeah yeah
1: (laughs) you know that's another thing uh (laughs) that a lot of people uh talk about too is that scene is they say that like when julianne moore does that and you know she's uh portrayed as like this ultra feminist is that when she does that it was kind of planned like she flies over uh lebowski and she starts shooting the paint and it's almost like she was portraying ejaculation.
0: Oh, okay. And that's why
1: she throws in the towel and like, clean yourself oh, off. Oh, that's and, interesting. And that's another aspect of this movie that, I, you know, I didn't pick up on. But oh,
0: yeah. Well, and, and then I wonder, too, like there's that scene, you know, he keeps having his dream sequences. There's like right. two major dream sequences in the movie where it's just absolute nonsense inside the dude's head. But in the one scene, he's like... He's floating underneath the skirts of all those girls, like, right. looking up them. And I wonder if that had something to do with it, too. Like, another time when he's under a woman. Right, and, right. But but the funny thing is, is there's all this imagery where you're like, but but it really doesn't mean anything. It's like the cones threw it in there just to mess with us. Yeah. To, like, make you feel like it does mean something. But the truth is, like, there's no way this movie means anything. No. It's, <laughs> but a lot of people think that it's this kind of
1: genius behind – And I think that's what makes the movie so great, too, is that, you know, it it just creates all this crazy cult fiction. I mean, I think of, like, uh, Star Wars with, like, um, the Force and that becoming, what, like, a religion. Mm -hmm. Judaism, right? Yeah, they've turned it into its own thing. That's crazy. Lebowski, which is, it is
0: insane. It's funny, like, the staying power of this movie is phenomenal. I mean, even I I bought it, like, three different times because it just keeps coming out in new packaging it seems like it's always kind of relevant. Everybody's always talking about it. it yeah. Like.
1: And even in um, the new Endgame movie, they, they made a Lebowski
2: reference.
0: Oh, with yeah. Thor, Fat which Thor. was hilarious. And then, uh, which was, I don't know. I felt like I was in on the joke. But when Robert Downey Jr. calls him Lebowski. Yeah. And it's like, I there was like two people in a packed theater that laughed. And Same that made mine. me a little bit sad because it made me think like maybe, maybe it kind of has passed on at least in the the general public yes but there's definitely like a major cult following still of this movie i i just i'm glad that they threw it out there yeah oh
1: absolutely because so when people make references like that uh you know i mean somebody's johnny carson was before my time and i just remember you know people making johnny carson references and i was like who the hell
0: is johnny carson you know (laughs) which sounds horrible yeah but uh, i mean well think about this people born when Lebowski came out, just started being able to legally buy alcohol this year. Right. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. That's. Like, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> they, you know, I hope it survives and reaches a whole new level of college students like it affected us. Yeah, I think. You it know,
1: will. Um, what do you think that your favorite scene is in the
0: movie? Oh yes, well that's awesome. We're we're gonna move on at next category. We're gonna do some categories now, and and you, nice transition, buddy. <laughs> we're gonna do best scenes. And, uh, can I just nominate every scene in the movie, pretty much? <laughs> I
1: mean, I, I guess. Like, I don't know if that's cheating. Because, I mean, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't know if there's just... some
0: obvious ones.
1: Yeah. Like, I, okay, for me, I'll just say, um, you know, I'm with you. Like, I love just almost every scene in the movie. But, like, for me, one of the funniest scenes I think that I laughed the hardest at was when, uh, the dude is, um, trying to protect his home from being ransacked again (laughs) and he's talking on the phone to walter after the the damn botched uh (laughs) after the botched handoff man i'm dying
0: just thinking about this
1: he's he's hammering in a (laughs) two by four and all the nails aren't going in straight they're all crooked and And there's like 40 of them yeah he has been working on this thing he looks like he's been there like all day just (laughs) hammering away and uh he, you know, sets it up, and he's yelling at Walter. He's pissed off at Puts Walter. Puts the chair up. He stands up, yeah, and sticks <laughs> his chair in. He's, like, got it all sturdy. And uh, what <laughs> happens? The guys that pissed on his rug just open the door, and the freaking chair just falls <laughs> he down. put it the wrong way. And it's just <laughs> 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 One of the times I just, man, I was... I, it makes, obviously, it makes me laugh now. Oh,
0: before. man, that is so funny. You know what's so funny about that scene? Is, as many times I've seen this movie, like, I always thought it was cute. And then, like... One time, I think it was the last time you and I watched it, which is probably now way in it. has been into, a while. But the la- I remember you and I watching it, and that part happened. I just couldn't stop laughing. We had oh. to pause the movie. I was crying. It is iconic. It's just so funny. But that's what I love about this movie. It's like as many times as I've seen it, it, it there's, there's so much in it. There's yeah. just little things that just make you laugh more each,
1: each time. You know, I think the other thing that – why I like that scene so much is I remember I was like seven years old or something. And I remember, uh, I made this table for my mom, you know, (laughs) and I was out there with a hammer and nails and I was like hammering, you know, like this piece of crap wood, you know, to like a block of, you know, you know, Oak. And I was like, this looks great, you know? And I, (laughs) It just made me think of that, like Lebowski, he's he's a grown man but he's like he's like a seven year old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is. He just has no idea how to be handy at all. You know? It's I mean what do you expect from a guy who literally listens to bowling? Like the sounds of bowling from like when Nixon was a bowler. I, I think mean, the
1: great <laughs> thing about that too is after he opens the door and the and the chair falls flat, <laughs> most people would be irate, like what the you know, I spent yeah, all yeah. day on this and he just kinda looks at them like Yeah. Ah, it, just know? shakes like, his whatever. head like, like what? Well, what do i expect yeah this is my life i'm terrible know? at this stuff <laughs> i'm just a, i'm a dumpster fire
0: <laughs> it's like there's just been so much disappointment in his life already yeah he just comes to accept it now
1: yeah he's not like walter where walter you know probably would have freaked out but uh, yeah the dude just kind of looks
0: around like you know well you know dude that's a great pick yeah because there's so many other great scenes that like Anybody could notice and think are hilarious the first time, but that's that's a deep
2: dive. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: Another one of the, like I, I, we got to talk about Jesus.
2: I see you roll your way into the semis. Dios mío, ma, Liam and me, we're gonna fuck you up. Yeah, well, you know that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Let me tell you something, Pandeo. You pull any of your crazy shit with us, you flash a piece out on the lanes,
0: I'll take it away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the fucking trigger till it goes click. Jesus. You said it, man. Nobody fucks with the Jesus. We got to talk about John Turturro. Okay, so this is
1: one of the things that I found out, and I'm sure you know, too, by the way. Um... Where they were talking about, you know, they kept every because it's a cult classic, yeah. Lebowski, and everybody kept asking the Coen brothers, are you going to do a second movie? And they said, you know, many times they aren't going to do a, a sequel. But um, John Turturro is coming out with his own film based oh, off Jesus. No way. And I think it's going to be released um, fairly soon. I don't know the exact date, I don't want to, like, that's mess amazing. It up. But I see it all the time um, because I'm on, and Paul is too, on this Facebook, group yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they post it all the time. And uh, I think he's talked about it on a few I shows. I feel like I've like heard about this, but it's yeah. been a while. Yeah. So,
0: like, maybe it's just a project they can't get around to, but it's not, they keep talking See, about it. I guess it. he says it's going to
1: be an official man. official date. And My it's going to be based on uh, uh, John
0: Turturro's character, Jesus. That's so. awesome. Well, I, that, that part is so great because, uh, you know, it's like a four or five-minute scene, and it just it, – it just stands out the whole movie. It's yeah. just unbelievable. And Totoro is character. He's clearly like maybe the best bowler of them all. He,
1: he could, you yeah, know? definitely. But I mean, he's crazy. <laughs> he's insane, and he t- he probably takes bowling more serious than everyone else. You yeah, know? like
0: well, he licks the ball. <laughs> he
1: he licks the ball, which is very suggestive and pretty disgusting. And uh, I mean, he's got a an outfit. You know, oh yeah, uh, he's got this whole. Like character <laughs> Bandejo <laughs> Oh man And it, and he's got like this fat Like partner that he bowls with Oh yeah
0: The the mustache guy Who doesn't just, say anything Just regular Joe Schmo Yeah Could be anybody
1: He's like a Donnie
0: Yeah Yeah. And uh
1: He just kind of stands it, behind him well, He's got that he
0: great him. scene Where he's kind of pointing at him And nodding his head Like <laughs> you're
1: the man <laughs> <laughs> They kind of taunt Uh Lebowski and his group You know like About who the best bowler Yeah in the Group is And uh It's
0: got that awesome uh Song that comes in that's, like, Hotel California, but it's in Spanish. Yeah. Just yeah. just beautiful.
1: And he's, like, one of those guys, like, on the, you know, like, on a basketball court who, you know, is dunking on everyone, and he's mm-hmm. just staring at you. Yeah. Because he knows, like, you're his only competition. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the scene too, like where he's uh he's got the bowling ball and he's just like, you know, cleaning it with the <laughs> towels and he's like
0: staring at him, you know? With like the most energy you've ever seen anybody <laughs> do anything. He's so passionate about like scrubbing this ball clean. <laughs> That's another scene that I think is just oh man. It's it's so good and then he he like just lays a smack down talking trash. Yeah. And Walter completely unfazed is just like, yeah but he's a better ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so uh, I
1: think uh, they hear about uh, Walter pulling a gun out on uh, the mm. previous, the previous. That's career. right, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Jesus is like, you know, you try to pull this shit out on us, <laughs> I'll take the gun away from you and stick it up your ass and pull the trigger till it goes, goes click. <laughs> and Walter just kind of looks at him like, huh,
0: and i <laughs> like not missing a beat is like,
1: Jesus. Yeah, he's like,
0: you said it, man. Completely without irony. Oh, my God. It's just so good. And then we get the story. He's like, he had to go door to door telling everybody. He, like, you know, showing himself to an eight-year-old. Yeah,
1: that he kind of exposed. He's a pervert. And uh, that's probably why he's kind of weird, you know? He's, like, this awesome bowler, but yeah.
0: And it makes you think, you know. It brings you're up good the, at bowling, I don't know. the great line eight year olds do. <laughs> yeah. That <was> <laughs> like the constant reminder, like, don't worry about this guy. Yeah, he's as good disgusting. as he is at bowling, he's still a pedophile. So. <laughs> it makes me wonder, like, I don't even know if this movie could be made today. But it's so sensitive. No, it's definitely. Not. We, got, we got a pedophile. <laughs> we got, got a pedophile. There's, like, pornography and women, like, being, like, talked badly about. I it, mean, yeah. it's, it's a a crazy movie it's very 90s where it's, you can kind of get away with anything
1: yeah yeah there's not much of an uproar about this
0: it, it makes me wonder you know and this is a different topic but there just hasn't been many great comedies anymore no. and it's probably because you just everybody's afraid to like be funny well
1: i think that's why like uh you know some of these comedies that come out like Chappelle. like Chappelle's
0: stand-up yeah yeah
1: like the pendulum is starting to swing back the other way because i hope so because we need to more Lebowski where,
0: type movies in our life.
1: Yeah, where you really got to be careful about what you say and you're going to hurt this group of people. And, yeah. And, you know, what sucks about it is because of social media, it's like it's such a small percentage of people that yeah. are getting hurt. That, They're not
0: even really getting hurt, most of them, though. I mean, no, it's just they, they just want to be outraged about something. Yeah,
1: it's like, you know, these people that are just always angry and they got to find a reason to be angry at something. And it's a movie, you know, it's. Yeah. It's like, just laugh
0: and enjoy it. You know? Yeah. Not, I like, mean, I've been poor. It doesn't offend me. that Lebowski was poor. No,
1: it doesn't <laughs> affect me at all. One thing that comes to mind too, was like, uh, like the view. I don't know if you've seen this clip or not, but, uh, no, I purposely about, uh, do not watch the view. <laughs> no. Well, I'm not saying I sat down and watched you know, after uh, but, uh, geez. yeah, you know, I kick back with my, uh, smearing off ice <laughs> and I just tune in. I kick my, my shoes off from a long day at the office. <laughs> now, uh, this went kind of viral on Twitter and stuff, is that, uh, you know, they talk about domestic violence and men yeah, and yeah. women and stuff. But they on The View, I guess, they uh, were talking about how uh, this woman had cut off her husband's penis. Dear Lord. And shoved it in the garbage disposal oh. and turned it on. And everyone in The View was, like, laughing about it. Jeez. And it's like, had that been the other way around? Oh, yeah, had yeah. it been a guy being like, you know, I cut off my wife's, you know, whatever, shoved it in the garbage disposal. Yeah, I cut off her nipple. Yeah. It would have been, you know, the complete opposite response. Yeah.
0: So it just kind of goes to show you, you know, it's like... It's crazy.
1: It's, it is crazy.
0: Anyways, that's depressing. Yeah, that's... I want to really talk depressing. more about... about uh, There's other great scenes, though, and, like, we... So what we'll do, we'll keep going through these, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll just vote at the end. We'll okay, so... So I, I I got another one. Okay. I'm gonna just I gotta get it out there because it's on the tip of my brain. But the uh, the the Donny's burial scene. Oh, his eulogy. <laughs> that is up there for me. <laughs> it's so good. Walter just like trying to be poetic, the least poetic man in the world, and just the from the beginning where they they uh, they, they 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 haggle over the urn. And he's like, "Can I just put in a coffee?" <laughs> yeah, they're talking after Donnie dies.
1: They're talking to—I don't even know what they call those guys—the mortionary, mortician. mortician, yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, they're they're talking about uh, <laughs> urns. <laughs> and what is it? I don't even remember. And people that are loyal to the— What's movie it like? 170 song. bucks. Yeah, it's he's like, like, and, like, and, it's like, and this is our most it's our modestly, modestly priced price receptacle. receptacle. <laughs> and they're like, "Shit, man, that's too much for <laughs> us," you know. So, they so bring it in a coffee cup, in a Folgers can, and a Folgers coffee cup. It's like we're just dumping the ashes. Yeah, and so Walter gives this horrific
2: eulogy. Donnie was a good bowler and a good man. He was—he was one of us. He was a man who loved the outdoors. And bowling, and as a surfer, he explored the beaches of Southern California, from La Jolla to Leo Carrillo. And up to Pismo. He died. He died as so many young men of his generation before his time. In your wisdom, Lord, you took him. As you took so many bright, flowering young men at Quezon, at Londok, at Hill 364. These young men gave their lives. So Donnie. Donnie who loved bowling. And so, Theodore Donald Karabatsos, in accordance with what we think your dying wishes might well have been, we commit your final mortal remains to the bosom of the Pacific Ocean, which you love so well. Good night, sweet prince.
1: It's almost like, you know, he, he starts off being thoughtful, but it's almost like he doesn't know shit about Donald. He doesn't know anything about him. So he just starts making up this random shit. And he could have been a surfer. I don't know.
0: It's like Theodore Donald Carabazos. Yeah.
1: <laughs> sweet prince. <laughs> Good night, sweet prince. He, and as he's, like, he pouring the ashes that. out, there's a breeze, and they just dust. <laughs> Jeff Lebowski with him. He's just covered in <laughs> And the dude doesn't Donnie. miss a beat again. Yeah, he yeah, just like, stands there. It's another there. one of those scenes where, like, the chair
0: falls out from the thing. You know, he just is kind of looking on, he like. He just lets Donnie's ashes fly <laughs> in his face and just <laughs> stays there. And he doesn't he doesn't move a muscle. He doesn't, <laughs> and Walter has to, like, Walter turns around. He's standing there. He just notices. He goes, oh, oh, dude, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. He I'm starts so,
1: wiping it off. He starts dusting him off. <laughs> And, and when they hug Jeff Lebowski isn't even pissed about the fact that he got dusted by Donnie It's the fact that Walter starts talking about Vietnam during the eulogy He's like,
0: what the f*** is that shit about Vietnam, Died man? Died early like so many men in <laughs> Vietnam it's like,
1: it's like, dude, you got somebody's ashes all over you But you don't care about that You care about, you know, I, I mean It's like, what's that stuff about Vietnam, man? <laughs> That's what he's most pissed about
0: Oh my god, it's so funny so that that is that's got to be up there just that's for the the pure shock value of that part and like the way it's handled. Yeah, um, I uh, know for me, uh, my second most favorite one.
1: It was it was like a builder. It was um, when they go to Lebowski's creepy. Uh, who was it? His creepy uh, landlords' play. <laughs> oh, yeah, and. Uh, He's like, oh, are you going to show up to my play? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure, man, I'll be there. And so they're sitting in the crowd like a scene later or something. And uh, Donnie's talking about in <laughs> and out uh, burgers. And Lebowski's like, yeah, yeah, okay, you know, we'll get burgers, you know, <laughs> calm down. And Walter's like, just shut the f about these burgers, you know. <laughs> and they continue to go to this kid's house.
2: Is this your homework, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Like- Man, Dude, please. Is this your homework, Larry? Just ask him about the car, man. Is this yours, Larry? Is this your homework, Larry? Is that
0: your car out front.
2: Is this your homework, Larry? We,
0: we know it's this
1: fucking homework. Where's the fucking money, you little brat?
2: Look, Larry. Have you ever heard of Vietnam? Oh, for Christ You're entering sake, a world of pain, there. son. We know that this is your homework. We know that you stole a car. And the fucking money. And the fucking money. And we know that this is your homework. We're going to cut your dick off, Larry. You're killing your father, Larry.
1: They're asking about, like, you know, like, why did he steal the car? Where's this briefcase of money that he had stolen from We know you did it. Yeah, we know you did it. Where's the money? And he's not saying anything. And so Walter goes outside and bashes what he thinks is that kid's car. It's like a brand-new Corvette. He starts smashing it to hell. And uh, this guy that's balding comes out. And he's like, "What are you doing to my car, man? What the fuck?" You know, he takes. He's like, "I'll kill your fucking car." And yeah. he starts hitting the dude's car. And he's like, "Oh, wait, that's not your car." Smashes the windshield all the hell. And then the next scene, you see him eating In-N-Out burgers. Yeah, <laughs> like driving down the what highway. with the with a missing windshield. <laughs> with a missing windshield, and the dude again, not missing a beat, just, just head like... cocked to the side, not eating a burger, but just like, "Yeah, this is <laughs> this is my life. This is my
0: life. I just." It's like there's a couple points where he gets pushed to the edge by Walter, but it's not very much.
1: No, and it doesn't. It kind of ends anticlimatically.
0: Yeah. I mean, their relationship doesn't progress at all at the movie at all. Like, no. I don't think anybody's relationship progresses. In fact, I don't think these people progress as characters at all. No. You're just kind of like, it's like you're getting, you just dropped in on a snapshot of their lives, but it's not, which is part of the great part of the movie. Yeah. There's nothing, uh, there's no emotional stakes to the movie at all. No. No, it's, <laughs> it's an experience.
1: And it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I've had this kind of day with friends, yeah. you know? <laughs> like where I've
0: just been like, F- it. Just like, absolute nonsense and everybody's annoying you. Yeah, and you're yeah. just pissed off. And everything good that seems like it's going to happen just falls apart.
1: Yeah, like that brings up another great scene is when the dude <laughs> is, uh, you know, he's in one of his good moods. Like, uh, oh yes. he's driving his car. I know what you're talking about.
0: His, <laughs> He's got Credence. his yeah.
1: He's got his drink in his hand and he's smoking a roach. What's left of I don't. He's, it's almost paper at this point. And he's just rocking out to Creedence Clearwater. He's banging the hood of his car and he's, he hits the ceiling. He's loving it, man. And he's rocking out. And uh, I just remember he drops the roach in his in his pants. <laughs> he, he hits like a. What is it, like a big garbage? He runs into a big old dumpster. A big old dumpster, and the car yeah. pops up,
0: like, ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> he uses the beer to put it out, remember? <laughs> yeah, he he's, pours- like,
1: dousing it all over himself. <laughs> the road fall- falls in his cross, and he just, like, starts screaming. And he's like, ah! <laughs> and he pours his... And that's the other thing. Like, he doesn't give a fuck. He's driving around with the open container. Oh, smoking yeah, he, weed. Doesn't,
0: he doesn't care. He, like, knows that nobody would ever pull him over, because he just looks like... like ass like yeah. his whole face and his hair and just who would care who would ever pull over a guy in a in a robe
1: yeah in a robe you know like you're already down on your luck like bringing you to jail would probably in that crap car he's got in that crappy car that's probably hasn't been registered since oh, 19 which is another great
0: scene where like he he asks the cop if he's gonna find them find <laughs> yeah. the guys he's like that stole his car he's in like, LA sure.
1: where crimes happen every you know <laughs> like 50 real seconds. crimes
0: yeah it's like a miracle he even found his he's like Oh man, what's that smell? <laughs> oh yeah, it appears they urinated <laughs> all over your car. <laughs> oh my god, uh, so those are probably the best. So what do you think? No, I mean, I don't think we're done. There's just so many good ones. Like, there's there's the uh, you. I mean, you said this earlier, the ringer scene with the tidy whiteys. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, there's the the Sam Elliott at the bar scene with the Sasparella? Yeah, just fantastic, Sam Zoo Elliott. City. Sioux City sarsaparilla? Dude, just got one question for you. Why you gotta cuss so much?
1: What the f*** yeah. are you talking
0: about? <laughs> Fine, have it your way, dude. <laughs> like, this, just epic. Like, so good. Of the Jackie Treehorn scene. Oh, man. Trying to write down the notes and finds, like, the, the drawing of the big Yeah, penis. he tries
1: to be, like, some kind of investigator and, like,
0: <laughs> goes over it Which notes. is part, it shows how he copies people, right? Because he's, like, he obviously saw that in a movie or something.
1: Yeah, he obviously saw it somewhere. He thought it was weird. It's almost like you know he's trying to be a, a MacGyver of sorts, <laughs> and he just you know none yeah. of that's none of that stuff works. So. Or
0: the the uh, the cab scene is one of my favorite scenes with the Eagles. Oh man, man. he's getting the, <laughs> and he's like, man, I just have one question. Could you change the channel? He's like, man, I listen to my own damn station. Ah. it's like, but I hate oh, the I hate the Eagles. And he just pulls him over and kicks him out oh my god like this whole movie it's yeah it's just amazing it's part all over the place
1: part. and uh it's I don't know it's just so good it's
0: uh the dude pissing on the rug the uh the scene with the uh uh Maude's friend the the weird art guy yeah he's like <laughs> <laughs> his laugh yeah it's so <laughs> it's so off-putting it's and just it's so funny though it, it's such a like oh man um it's one of so the, I don't know what what scene what, what did what takes the cake of all it's this is hard it's really it's really hard. hard for me to pick yeah I, because I
1: don't I think for me it's still the chair like that's that's still one that just makes me laugh that yeah, every time
0: I think um, I think I'm gonna be with you man like as much as all the other parts are more quotable everything I don't think I've ever laughed harder yeah. Then when I just noticed how much work he put into that, and then yeah. It just—it's over in a less in a than second. a
1: second. In a second. <laughs> the rest, I mean, that movie—it it is. Because he great. does not
0: work hard. No. And You finally see him
1: working hard. And it—the payoff is nothing. There's no payoff, <laughs> which is probably why
0: he's not working. <laughs> so he is. He just scoffs when he has. Like, do you have a job, sir? And he just laughs. What day is this? What day? <laughs> Yeah, and so that that's great because that brings me to uh, the next category is the best line in the movie. Oh man! In a, a movie full of one-liners. Oh my god! So I, I got some nominees. Uh, the one nominee is the uh, that what you just said. The what what day is this? Yeah, that's just, just great. The uh, another one is um, uh, Donnie, Donnie who loved bowling. Yes. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then uh, eight-year-olds, dude. Eight-year-olds, dude. Yeah, that's. Uh, so quotable. You know, uh, so great. And, um, oh, one of the other ones is uh,
1: when they come uh, back into his house, and they're smashing up all shit <laughs> and got a, like a ferret. And he's like, <laughs> it's clearly not a marmot. <laughs> yeah. And he's in the bath and he's like, ah, nice marmot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: yes, that's a great one. Um, the scene with uh, 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 Walter where he's talking about uh, Lennon. Yeah. Like Lenin and Donnie yeah. keeps and oh, i am yeah. the Walrus. He's like, yeah. "Shut the f*** up, Donnie!" <laughs> Vladimir Ilyich Ulyov. He's like talking about, <laughs> you know, Russia, not yeah, John yeah. Lennon. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um, so those are some good uh, nominees. Uh, if we can think of any else before we go on. Oh, the toe. The t- oh, he's yeah. like, you want a toe? I'll get you a toe. I'll get you a toe. <laughs> I. Or anytime Walter starts talking about Vietnam, it's pretty quotable. I did not yeah. die face down in the muck. Or uh, 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 don't yeah. stranger in the ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's another good one. <laughs> oh man. So, that's a lot of very quotable lines. Yeah. Um, I man, I'm. It's hard for me to pick a favorite, but I think if I had to. I think it's going to be eight-year-olds, dude. That just... is up there for sure. <laughs> um,
1: I guess I'll go with, uh, uh, let me just go find a cash machine.
0: Oh, that that's a great one. Yeah. Because there's been times
1: where I've been talking to girls, you know, and they're like, <laughs> they'll say something, you know, and they'll
0: be like. Oh, I know, know what girls you're talking to. Like that's <laughs> Yeah, I probably shouldn't talk to you're bringing up cash this. machines. Never mind. <laughs>
1: Never mind. Oh, we'll I'm... just we'll just cut that part yeah, of the we'll... podcast <laughs> damn it
0: <laughs> um so worst scenes I know we just basically said every scene in the movie could but there's uh there's some that aren't the best of the best so what would you say like maybe the movie could have done without or we don't miss as much if it's not there oh man uh this that's... is hard yeah this is one is. of the few movies where this is hard oh Shoot. I legitimately couldn't think of any, and I'm still thinking right now. I guess
1: one thing that they could have made better, I guess, in my opinion, was, like, the fight scene between the uh, the Nihilists. Oh. Like, even though that was an awesome scene, no, it just yeah. kind of ended of Yeah. It's and pretty it's like nonsense. Donnie, like, had this – it's like Walter bites the ear off this guy, which is, <laughs> like – it is it is hilarious, and it's just savage, you know? It's something – Which it's is just,
0: just like – I never thought about this, but you know, it was only like a year after Tyson bit off Holyfield's ear, right? So they must have seen. They must have taken it from that. Yeah, I mean, it's just.
1: I don't know. I mean, for me though, that I think that was like one of the more anti-climatic parts of the movie. I guess it's
0: definitely not one of the most exciting parts. Like, yeah,
1: I just think they could have done it a lot better. Even though it's still hilarious, like the guy pulls out a samurai sword, like of all things, to fight with.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where the hell did that come from? You know, I got it. I think the part for me that's like one of the the probably the scene I I just care the least about seeing in the movie is when uh, he's talking to the private investigator guy.
1: Yeah, that guy. That's another. Yeah, he, because they kind of tell this history that you don't really care. He about.
0: just randomly shows up, and uh, even though I love that actor, he's usually pretty funny in movies. Yeah. I can't think of his name out of my head, but. Um, but they don't give him much to do, and it's they just kind of talk for a minute, and there's nothing really quotable right. about that scene. Well, the the one thing I guess I say about that part is like he's like, fucking lady friend,
1: you know? Oh, and he's that like, part is. Leave funny. my
0: lady friend out of this. That's you know? right. She's not my lady friend,
1: <laughs> or my special lady. It's <laughs> my like...
0: special lady. That's true. Oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe we forgot this scene for best scenes. But the scene where he's in bed with Maud. Yeah, oh yeah, that is just fantastic. It's
1: almost like she's looking for good in him, and like <laughs> something that you know he's like outgoing, and then he's like, "You remember uh, oh, what was that group?" He's
0: Metallica Speed of Sound yeah. tour. Yeah, and I was she's a roadie. like,
1: "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." She's all interested, and then he's like, "Yeah, I was a roadie," and it's like, "Oh, yeah. like
0: <laughs> she's like the one." Trying thing, to find anything interesting anything, about him. Anything. Anything at all. Dabbled in music for a while. Uh, mm. <laughs> roadie Speed of Sound tour. Yeah roadie or yeah. when she tells him that she's trying to conceive and he just like spits, spits out his a drink white out Russian.
1: Like, let me tell you something about the dude
0: <laughs> so that we left that out of best scenes that's definitely in my that's best scenes there, yeah. and that's one of my favorite lines is the uh the 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 Rody's line about metallica mm, bunch of assholes yeah <laughs> <bunch> of assholes. <laughs> or, or the part where he's like the seattle 70s like uh me and uh six other guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like just everything about him it. is so anticlimactic. It's it's amazing. It's
1: hard to keep, you know, talking about stuff without thinking of other things that have happened. I yeah. mean, even That makes me think of after he goes to the doctor and she tells him it's to check on his, like, face because he got hit in the face. He yeah. Was, and the doctor's like, could you please slide your shorts down? And he's like, no, man, she hit he's me like, here. Yeah, and He's yeah. like, no, could you please slide your shorts down <laughs> for me? And he's
0: like, you know. Okay. He's like, he's a good
1: doctor. Yeah. And thorough. <laughs> and thorough. Yeah. <laughs> He finds out it's just, you know, whether or not he's got good sperms.
0: So. Yeah. <laughs> so we're seeing, um, and I thought of another one. It's either the, for me, it's the P.I., even though it has that great line about the lady friend, yeah. which I'd forgotten about. Or it's the scene in the diner where you just see the Nihilist sitting there and nothing really happens. You just see that she's missing a right. toe. So it's like the big reveal of, oh, it was her toe, not bunny's. Yeah. Which I know why it's in there, but it's like, it's boring. And, it's, and they might have been able to do it another way with something funny going on.
1: Yeah, they definitely could have, like... I mean, had some kind of dialogue yeah. to make
0: it funny. Although but, yeah. they're chilling at Denny's at like 2 a.m., which it's yeah, we used to do that a lot. I want to say I that's funny, but days. yeah, I'm
1: like, I used to do that, so I don't want to like <laughs> laugh at myself, but I guess I kind of have to.
0: Speaking of which, this is like this is like a great movie of just like regular Los Angeles. You know, you yeah. get all these Los Angeles movies, and you see like the city, uh, the 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 spectacular parts, the, the stars, mm-hmm. but literally like this is set in LA. But it feels like it could have been in like small town Illinois. Yeah. You definitely. know, uh, because it's just like all the regular sprawl parts of LA. Yeah. It kind and, of is. You see like the
1: dude's apartment. You see a, like a bowling alley. Area. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It's very simple. Yeah. And it's and not very star studded, I guess, no. like background. And it doesn't. I think. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, that
0: doesn't take away from the movie. Like, all the extra. Stuff you get from LA, I guess. Totally. I mean, as and, and you and I growing up in California, like we know, like I, I mean, I've visited LA quite a few times, and we've been down there, and it's like LA, it's it's massive as far as like driving and and like just landscape. It's not it's not like a New York or somewhere. It's this condensed city all in one place, and they build up and yeah. up and up. Or even San Francisco is like that, but but LA is just like spread out out yeah and so this is like it's a really good movie for anybody who's like never been to la to kind of get an idea of what a lot of la is really like it's just a spread out city desert too yeah that's just like got all these weird people living there and uh as well as the stars and it's just it's really interesting how they filmed it i love that about that movie i love that they said it in la but there's nothing like uh you know, like, um, cliche L.A. about it. It's, right. It's just really smart how they did that. Yeah. Um, all right, My ne- the next category is uh, most underrated character. Ooh. Yeah. What's the most underrated character in the movie? The, 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 the scene stealer oh, who just, damn. like, maybe doesn't get any credit.
1: Damn. <laughs> That's a great question.
0: This is hard, huh? So, like, nominees would be, Probably Philip Seymour Hoffman's part. Yeah. Although he might be too famous. We'll talk about that to be underrated. Also the Jesus part because it's so short. Yeah. There's the Sam Elliott part. But then we get some side characters like Tara Reid is barely in it. You know, uh, she's great. The Big Lebowski, Jackie Treehorn. These these are all side characters. Or the Nihilists. Okay, so for me, I'll say um, the Landlord, definitely. Oh, man, that's a great pick. The that landlord, because pick.
1: it's such a small part, <laughs> but it's so weird. It's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> and that's another thing on this, uh, on this Facebook page that everybody always does, and it's hilarious. It's like <laughs> a running meme on there. Uh, they show a, a picture of him you know, on the doorstep of uh, Jeff Bridges' characters, Big Lebowski, you know, and he's just like, hey, dude, tomorrow's already the 10th. And everybody always posts it on the 9th <laughs> every month consistently. <laughs> And it just always—it kind of makes me chuckle, you know. That's hilarious. And uh, his play is so weird. <laughs> it's just—it's just him in that skin-tight outfit. Oh yeah, it's, it's it, so
0: funny. It's like, I, I, what is it supposed to be? Is it supposed to be like the creation <laughs> oh, story? Because he's dressed—it's like he's dressed in leaves, basically, yeah. like skin. So it almost looks like an Adam or Eve character. Yeah, but it's like a one vine. But then he does like a tree
1: thing. And they have no pro it's like There's no speaking, right? No speaking, he has no lines, he just has that, you know, That are you weird still little coming. dance. And then he yeah, and there's no props, and it's like maybe something that he's supposed to stand on like a rock in the play. He just grabs <laughs> like a foldable chair <laughs> and steps up on it, and like, you know, you see him yeah. kind of lose his balance and he looks up at the sky and holds his arms like out. It's like the dark music
0: is playing. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's it's like a nightmare first date, you know, that you might go on with someone to like one of those one of those poetry yes. things. Where they, you know, you're totally out of place. They'll, they'll, they'll say their shitty poetry, and you just kind of look around, and everybody's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is good."
0: And I'm, I, that's my. That's pick. a great choice. I think I'm gonna go with the, uh, the, the sheriff of Maui. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Where he's just like pulled over Lebowski, the, yeah. the dude, and he's just like, "I don't want your filthier Lebowski." Yeah. Like, he's so mad he's at him. He's so mad at him. And, like, Lebowski, and t- like the dude in typical fashion just doesn't really show emotion. And it just enrages him so much he throws a mug at his head. Yeah, he's like... <laughs> it's like, who does that? They're trying a to mug. find out who, who this guy is. Yeah. He goes through his vault and all he's got is that, whatever, that grocery store... like a super saver card or something. Yeah, he's
1: like, is this your only form of ID? It's like, <laughs> no driver's license. No social security nothing it's like <laughs> it's a diner's card and he's like is this your only form of id
0: oh my god and then he's like he hits him in the head he's like i'm fascist <laughs> it's like he acts like he was a part of this great movement and like but you know he did, never did anything he, just, he was a roadie he just stole the the lifestyle of being lazy from yeah him. exactly because
1: there's no passion in him at, at all yeah that's up there that's definitely a great
0: that choice. so all right so that's our, our nominees for most underrated characters, the sheriff and the and the landlord, which, man, I love that landlord. He's so timid, and he's just... The fact that he actually cares about, like, the dude's approval is so funny. Yeah. It's like nobody should care about his approval. He doesn't no. do anything with his life. No, it's like there's lower forms <laughs> of the dude, which
1: is hard to believe. Yeah, it's so great. And he's a landlord. You know, he's like a person... yeah. Who can
0: evict people. He's kind it's of like powerful. He's kinda, yeah,
1: he's kind of got some power. The
0: dude has no power over anything other than to, like, mess up the bowling team. Right. That's really his only power. And this
1: guy's, you know, just timidly asking him if he's going to go to his play because...
0: Yeah. I mean, maybe
1: he feels comfortable enough that that's, like, you know, like, oh, I've got a little bit of power, maybe I can kind of, you know... And then he kind of just throws... but he doesn't
0: seem like he'd know how to use his power no, not had, at all. you know? Not at all. I'm just,
1: you know... I'm making
0: positive yeah. assumptions. <laughs> that, but that makes me think, like, he's like a character to pity. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would have gone to his thing. Just and the to, dude like,
1: shows up, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it shows that he actually he's compassionate.
0: is compassionate. He's definitely got, like, this loyalty to him because he keeps showing up for Walter, who's just the biggest jerk. Yeah.
1: Or he know? owes the guy money and he's, like, trying to stay in his.
0: Maybe. Thing. But I feel like Walter would have brought that up at some point. You know? Yeah. Which I you know, it's funny, I, I just thought of two other just great lines slash scenes and that's like when Walter's talking about watching the dog. Yeah. For <laughs> he's like, Dog's got papers, he's like he's Jewish. Yeah. He's like I don't roll on Shaba. It's funny, yeah, that he still hangs <laughs> on to this notion
1: like he's he's divorced, but he's still watching after his ex wife's yeah. dog and he
0: just still knows everything about her. Exactly. Just just so so great. All right, so this is going to be another hard ca- category, but, like, so most overrated character Ooh. In, a, in a movie full of wonderful characters. Gosh. So this has got to be one of the bigger ones. Um, Isn't that hard? Okay, that's probably harder than the other one. Yeah. Most underrated. They're, they're all kind of great. And so, most
1: overrated.
0: So if you have an unpopular opinion, this is when it's time to share it, because yeah. um. everybody kind of finds a reason to love everybody in this movie.
1: Uh, okay, so... Just off the top of my head so I don't have to, like, say um and think too much. Um, <laughs> I'll say Flea's character yeah. because he's kind of, you know, it's like, oh, it's Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yes. But he doesn't do anything in he the He doesn't movie. do anything. He doesn't. I, don't, I think he says
0: maybe one or two lines. Maybe. And he's in the beginning, He like, uh, the credits. Yeah. So you see him and you're like, oh, Flea's in this Yeah, movie. so his
1: name's on it and everything. Yeah. And so he, to me, I think that's
0: probably the most overrated. You know, I'm, I'm going to 100% agree with you. You expect him to do something. Yeah, he really but doesn't do much of anything. Whereas Peter Stormare, which is the leader of the Nihilists, he's great. He's yeah. got some great lines. He's got that little porn scene, you know, where he's like, <laughs> comes over. He's
1: like, eh, come over to fix the TV. I know, fix it to cable. Yeah, <laughs> He's German. I'm like, what, is it? what do you think he does? Or she's right. like, what did she say? She's like, y- you can imagine where it goes from here. And like, he's like, he, fixes, he the fixes the cable. Another great line. Another,
0: I know, it's just amazing the oh, whole way through. Man. Yeah, I totally agree with Flea. So that was easy. We both... We'll totally agree on that. Side note, do you know another great uh, cameo of a Red Hot Chili Pepper in a big, great 90s movie? Not off the top of my head, I know. All right, so Kiedis, the lead singer, mm-hmm. he's he's the beach guy that uh, Keanu gets in the fight with in Point Break. Wow. Yeah, uh, wow. man-child. That's interesting. Isn't that crazy? That's That's crazy. him with the braids, and he comes up, and he fights Keanu. It's just great. So, I mean... Just goes to show, if you're anybody in L.A., you're going to get roles and yeah, anything. Yeah, you get a role. You know, it's crazy. You can just fall into them. Yeah. All right, so that brings us to best performance. Oh, damn it. This is so <laughs> hard. Well, i got to, like,
1: think about him for a second. Fantastic.
0: I mean, the easy pick is Bridges because he's become a character ever since. He's become an icon, a meme. People are, uh, obviously, Avengers is you know copying it's funny his because, character like
1: he's to me like he's been on a few late night shows with like conan and uh, yeah and um he's had so many huge roles
0: but i feel like he's kind of just become the dude in his life ever since this movie if you ever, if you see like old bridges movies there's points where he's kind of cool kind of edgy and ever since then he's kind of been like the like the mumbly kind of sagey kind of character
1: yeah it's funny um for a school assignment we had to watch i can't remember the name of the movie but it was like a young jeff bridges um when he's in texas um oh man there's so many uh was it uh
0: last picture show yes yeah that's that's like his first big role
1: yeah so uh and that was a good movie Uh, yeah that's
0: a great movie thank you
1: that was a really good movie um and I even like Tron And that mm-hmm. wasn't like A really awesome Like I mean the I mean he's Cinematography great. I guess Was yeah.
0: amazing He's just an absolutely Great actor um, I was watching uh, True Grit again last night That's the remake, the Conan. movie too. So
1: good man He's awesome in it uh, That other movie Where he's like uh, Where is he The police officer And his friend Gets killed in it
0: Yeah Oh um, dude So many So many so, good movies Come to mind but So like, he's
1: like I think that's like The scapegoat that's I think the he's easy the pick.
0: easy pick Yeah But you know the, Here's the thing I don't... It's a great character, and Bridges nails it. Yeah. But I don't think it's the best performance in the movie. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, who just owns every scene? And for me, I'm going to nominate Goodman. Yeah. I think Goodman steals every scene he's in. Yeah. I I think he does, which is hard to do in a movie with Jeff Bridges and all these crazy side characters. That's true. But I feel like every scene he's in, he just steals it. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, a, a nominee? Oh, man. That's actually, like, really good. And I don't... You can agree with just, me. Okay. I, I do.
1: And uh, I guess just to kind of... Maybe if he had a bigger role mm-hmm. um, would be John Turturro's character. Oh, Jesus. man, yeah. he's. Um, but Goodman definitely killed it. He uh, Just the way he's so over the top. Yeah. And it's so cool to see him, like, from Roseanne, you know? Yes, uh, his character from that to being this crazy Vietnam
0: vet. Oh yeah, he, I've never seen him has like that since. some kind of PTSD. Yeah,
1: it's <laughs> it's it's such a great performance. Uh, but yeah, John Turturro, I guess, would be second
0: for me. Yeah, Turturro's great. If well, that's, you know, um, let's just add like that in. Who's like the best side character? Like, you know, ten minutes or less of screen time. Oh, so Brant is great. France, great. Like, Seymour Hoffman, RIP. Yeah. The Jesus is great for me. And this is unpopular opinion alert, but I actually really love what Steve Buscemi does in the movie as Donnie. Yeah. Oh. He is so understated. Yeah. And just, like, it, it, that's speaking of guys, like, not acting like their role. Like, usually Buscemi either plays kind of like the sniveling guy yeah. or maybe, like, the clever guy who, like, who doesn't – people don't really like but in this he's like this innocent nice guy yeah. who's so he's like nice to a fault yeah he's loyal to a fault and you want to be his friend because you know he'd always be there for you yeah yeah and like for steve and Stevie to pull that off in such a small time and to like what he puts i just i love every scene donnie's in yeah Woo! rolling rocks tonight like <laughs> he just is so excited about every it's little like thing he does market eight, dude <laughs> So I, I picked Donnie my favorite he's my favorite side character. Maybe uh It's hard. Those it is hard. Good ones, it's man. a side character.
1: I guess I'll I'll go with Brant. Um, yeah,
0: Brant's great.
1: Just cause uh other uh, the scene in the the limo too kinda stands out. Oh, as yes. uh when Lebowski's in there with the other the big Lebowski. Yes. And he's like, show him the envelope. <laughs> And Brant like, takes out the envelope, and it's this toe It's yeah. all bloody, and
0: it's like that did not occur to us. dude. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> he's so good. Oh, it's another when they're throwing him in the limo, and he's like, "Hey, man, there's a beverage yeah, there's here.
0: There's a beverage here." All <laughs> this white Russian, just so good. Wearing like those like oh, and that's the other the, the the driver uh, <laughs>
1: who's taking him back, and he's yeah. like man, I got a rash so bad. And he's like, man, I've had a rash. I've had
0: a fucking <laughs> rash.
1: Their dialogue. Just that short scene was hilarious. So
0: good, man. Because he's obviously, like, way drunk in that. He's, yeah. like, way looser and happier than usual. Yeah. Okay, so uh, we're, we're winding down here. But um, for me, I we just had to put, it like, where does this movie rank all time for you?
1: God um it's definitely top five if not my favorite movie of all time Um, it's close just because i've watched it so many times yeah and it might not be uh one of the movies that i'm just like when i see it i'm just like you know blown away by it but it's one of those movies that like i can always turn on yeah and just have in the background and just you know glance at it every once in a while and laugh it's like comforting yeah it's 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 so familiar and uh I've had so much history with it. Yeah, like I've I've grown up with that movie, always in my DVD collection. Totally. I mean, it
0: came out when we were fifteen, so maybe top five, top ten for sure. Yeah, I I personally I you know I think, like I legitimately think it might be the greatest comedy ever made. It's definitely in the top five. Wow. It's yeah. just and and that's not even, you know I, I mean personally obviously I think it is my first, but I just. I've seen a lot of movies and yeah. I can't think of many movies that are funnier from beginning to end that yeah. don't lose it. You know, some, mm-hmm. some movies like, like wedding crashes is great. The first hour is amazing and it yeah. kind of slows down. It tapers down. Yeah. You know, but this movie never really slows down. It just keeps the same steady, amazing beats the whole way through. Yeah. I think and it, uh,
1: it starts off not making any sense and it ends not making any sense, which is yeah, awesome.
0: Yeah. So, uh, So, one of the last things I want to go through is just, like, this is uh, just quirky, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff that you might not know about the movie. But um, I know you you know a couple things, so chime in anything you know. But I got, uh, so we we talked about um, the dude being based on a real guy. And uh, there was also, like, uh, so apparently the the rug that tied the room together, Mm -hmm. they stole from a friend of theirs who was a, a... like a film professor at USC who was talking about his <laughs> rug that tied the room together. That's hilarious. And that's just great. And they said he also found a kid's homework in his car after it had been stolen, <laughs> which that's just, that's just amazing. Um, uh, apparently Goodman, Bushimi and Turturro's characters were written just for them, which makes sense. Cause they're in a bunch of Coen brother movies. Yeah. Um, So, uh, apparently, Julianne Moore's character is based on a real-life artist named Carolee Schneeman. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that either. Uh, And then, you know, the weird stuff you find online. Yeah. Um, It says, uh, in in fact, in early drafts, there actually was uh, an income for the dude. And it said he was the heir to the Rubik's Cube fortune. What? Of course. Something (laughs) random is that. (laughs) That's hilarious. Which... I think, like, I like it better that they left it without that, just yeah. because um, I think it's better just thinking he's totally poor. Mm-hmm. And um, and he is, obviously, in the movie. So yeah. I, I don't I don't know if I'd like that if he was left with a fortune. Right, yeah. Um, and then there's uh, the dude abides was taken from um, a Bible verse. Wow. That, yeah, uh, in Ecclesiastes, it says, but the earth abides forever. So, and that's... <laughs> I can't believe we missed that in best lines. The dude abides. Yeah, that's crazy. That's just great. Um, so uh, um, it, there's a festival that goes on now, which I know um, we talked about. Um, and then uh, it says a uh, um, Brid- Jeff Bridges provided the the wardrobe, which is awesome for for the dude. That is cool. Including Jelly Sandy. So um. I saw he. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I guess when John
1: Goodman had. Uh... I don't know what it is. Some kind of ward or maybe he got his star in Hollywood finally. But, uh, I know Jeff Bridges had the original, uh, sweater that he
0: wears in the movie. that's great. Put
1: it on and went into character. Oh, I love it. For, uh, Goodman and Goodman was like blown away. That's awesome.
0: I love that. That's great. Um, so Donnie, uh, when he's wearing his shirts, they, they never actually say Donnie on them. they are different names. Wow. (laughs) Isn't that hilarious? Um, so, um, there's, uh, uh, the cones for, for Jesus for that hotel, California by the gypsy Kings, the Spanish version. So they use that for him. But, uh, part, uh, the behind the scenes part about that is that the dude secretly, you know, he tells us later, he hates Mm -hmm. the Eagles. Yeah. So that was kind of just an idea that he hates the Eagles. He hates this guy. Yeah. Um, the bowling alley is a, is a heard real about bowling that. alley. Yeah, uh, Santa Monica. Just funny they'd be bowling in Santa Monica because uh, Santa Monica is actually a really rich area. Yeah. And so uh, that's funny about that. And then um, they uh, the hardest shots to film in the movie were actually the bowling scenes because they had to put a camera. Oh,
1: uh, yeah, You had yeah, to yeah, follow yeah. the ball down. So One thing I know, uh, and I think he talked about it on a late night show. Mm-hmm. Is uh, they said uh, when he did that one dream sequence scene, yeah. when he's uh, you know turning around underneath all the women. Oh yeah, yeah. As they're dressed up as bowling pins, uh huh, and they have their legs split across the lane. They said that uh, they shoved uh, they shoved fake uh, hair down their underwear, <laughs> so he would see like these huge bushes oh, as he was like that's going underneath all of them.
0: <laughs> he said it was hilarious. That's really funny. Um, and apparently the, the F word is used 260 times in Big wow. Lebowski and that's not even the record. Uh, Spike Lee's Summer, Sam has 435 uses. Wow.
1: I don't even know how they, uh, how they do that. I remember we saw that at Jeremy's house. Side note. And, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, we, we watched it with his dad when we were maybe 16 and it was the <laughs> weirdest you know, we thought it was going to be like a horror type. I guess Jeremy picked it. I think. Yeah, I'm sure. And we watched it, and uh, it was so. It was like a, like I don't know, semi porn type movie. And
0: oh yeah, yeah, dude, that's yeah, definitely not for kids. No, I Jeremy's house was where I'd always go to. Like, it's like oh, I gotta go to Jeremy's, and we can. His parents would let us like rent pretty much anything we wanted. Just crazy. So, um, so yeah, that's that's most of. The stuff, I mean, if you go online, you can find all kinds of things about this movie. People have been studying it for years. Um, It's just, it's one of those movies that just just spawned the rewatch movement.
1: You know, uh, the rewatchability of it, I guess, is just so much. It's off the charts. Yeah, Uh, I mean, you can, I could play it on a loop.
0: There's maybe five, ten other movies that I could just watch over and over again the same as this one. Yeah. And uh, it's just... Yeah, one of my favorite movies. So, so we'll just end with a final category, and that is just like, what is the 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 lasting impact of this movie? Like, who who basically benefited the most from this movie?
1: Oh, Everybody, I think, still asks. Uh, they still ask um, Jeff Bridges about it. I yeah. think that's
0: like one of the most asked like interview questions. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie probably put Bridge into another stratosphere of like star which
1: is funny because it's a cult classic it's not like a very mainstream
0: movie but
1: a lot of people still refer to him as like the dude and it's like he is Uh uh-huh his voice everything and when i first watched the movie i thought he you know was kind of uh manipulating his voice to sound like that and then when he you know i saw another movie in him with that i was like oh my god it's the
0: dude yeah is that thought, crazy? I thought
1: that was awesome. So. Yeah,
0: so he definitely uh, lasting impact. And and I would just say the big winners from this movie are is all of us. Yeah, we all get to watch it over and over again. And so a big thank you to the the Cohen brothers and and uh, Bridges Goodman because like it truly is like one of the best movies yeah. ever made. So. Introducing me to White Russians. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we could go on and on about. it. It's hard to beat that. Yeah. So, all right, well. Hey, enjoy this buddy. Dude, thanks for Good having drinking me. with you, talking about Lebowski. we will have sometimes to keep from being seen. But that's just because he doesn't wanna turn into some machine.